right now at Honda, find your kind of value with a low finance rate offer on selected Civic hatch and sedan models. There's never been a better time to get into a Civic. So talk to your local dealer and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. Ends August 31st. See website for details. You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. G'day, I'm Bruce Hitchcock, and this is the Weekly Batuta News Board. Today we'll be touching on what's been happening in and around town, the country, and the globe in this week's top stories from the Batuta Advocate, Australia's oldest and most respected newspaper. While many around the country were asking questions about why and how we got to this point, thanks to one ropeable Ipswich local, the Batuta Advocate can reveal the root of the problem. Wally Lockyer, a 56-year-old suburban Queensland father of two, came to us after the scandal broke and explained that the decision made by the leadership team to actively cheat is directly attributable to the blatant New South Wales favouritism displayed by the Australian selectors. Lockyer said, You reckon Roy or fucking Johnson would have carried on like those little fucking princesses have? You get to start playing for New South Wales. You get to start playing for Australia. That's how it works, and it's fucking us up. We tried to grab a hold of Andrew Roy Simons this week to get his opinion on the whole debacle. After a decade-long career as a batting all-rounder, Andrew Simons was one of the many members of the late 90s Australian cricketing old guard to be publicly smeared and disrespected by both Cricket Australia and the blonde-tipped younger kids that came through at the back end of his career for missing a team meeting due to fishing commitments. However, between crackling phone calls from a tinny somewhere up north, Andrew Simons was not available for comment because he couldn't really give a fuck about what's become of those precious Sydney boys. Gotta go. I got a Queensland Graper tugging on the Shimano. Only Addy with light gear, so I need both hands. Go ask Cadage what he reckons. Fuck ya. Yeah. Although the problems with the ball tampering affair are crystal clear for many, that wasn't necessarily the case for the nation's PM. We broke the story this week, revealing that Malcolm Turnbull had to have ball tampering and reverse swing explained to him by Brett Lee. In an exclusive interview, Turnbull explained to us that Brett Lee told him how swing bowling works and that using things like sandpaper to roughen up the surface of the ball is extremely illegal and tears at the fabric of respect that all cricketers have for one another. The PM said, And that's how swing works, I'm reliably told. Uh, one side is shiny, one is rough, and it falls to the rough side. Reverse swing is what I just said, but in reverse. I also spoke to Shane Warne about it here... <laughs> He laughed and asked why in the fuck I spoke to Bradley about swing bowling. <laughs> John Howard rang up, but I didn't really feel like talking to him. I spend Monday to Friday talking to racists, and I try not to do it on the weekends. Adam White, a younger reader from the French Quarter, texted the editor raising the idea that Turnbull may be behind the whole thing, saying, This is all a conspiracy. Think about the timing. Malka's behind this, aims to divert the news away from the impending 30 negative news polls. Stay woke, people. Now, it's fair to say that Coach Darren Lehman's head had to roll over the affair, with the public awaiting further sanctions and decisions. In a selfless act of redemption, the barnstorming South Australian said he's looking forward to being tapped on the shoulder when the four-man bobsled team resumes on the Caribbean island next year. I've got Beijing 2022 in my sights, said Lehman at a Cape Town press conference. While Australians are understandably shattered, there is an entire nation of people that are over the moon with the whole thing. And that nation is India. And as we reported, they have been going hard in the comments section. 
The 1.5 billion people living on the subcontinent are this week relishing in the fact that Australians are pathetic losers with shameful convict lineage who like to cheat in cricket because we are cowards who get favoured by umpires. It's estimated that almost 1.8 billion comments have been left on cricketing forums and news articles, rubbing salt into the wounds of the betrayed Australian cricket community. The top comment on our story, left immediately after we broke it, was... Steve Smith is cheating flat track bully, unlike King Coley, master of all formats, Aussie losers. The Batuta Advocate can report that a recent poll of Australians who are emotionally invested in light entertainment television programming has found that Australian cricket captain Steve Smith's admission of ball tampering against South Africa is even more disappointing than when Dr. Carl Kennedy potted that chick from the Rogue Traders. As the nation mourns for the loss of a misplaced sense of sportsmanship that never really existed to begin with, the disappointment can only be explained through parallels to soap opera storylines from over 10 years ago. Once again, the PM was forced to weigh in. Natalie Bassing's weight was so hot, I get it. But that's a given. But when Carl started rooting it, it was dog hours. In the final Aussie cricketing disaster-related story... Malcolm the Point Piper Scorpio Turnbull told us that he's confident of getting tax breaks for big banks over the line while cricket dominates the headlines. The PM said that he was hopeful he'd get it all put to bed while the nation was shaking its collective head at Steve Smith and his leadership team of cheats. It'll be close, but I expect to have this all done before people realise what's happened. The savings these large companies will make on tax will trickle down all the way from the boardroom to the broom handle, I can assure you. And if they don't, I promise to hold some sort of Senate committee or another royal commission into the banks when this one is done. Enough about that. Can I tell you about the jobs, the fantastic jobs that I have made? Can I tell you about them? Our reporter said no. Off the topic of cricket now, and it can be confirmed that the South Australian capital of Adelaide is still trying out this whole Radelaide thing. However, despite a decades-long campaign by Triple J to promote the South Australian capital as a cool and exciting destination for young people, a recent visitor to the town confirmed she will no longer be referring to Adelaide as Radelaide. 29-year-old Laura from Wagga spoke to us and said, I was always keen to visit Adelaide, but I've since realised it is really not that rad. It's for newlyweds and nearly deads. I would not live there unless I was retired or broke. I actually spent the week visiting churches. How fucked is that? Back home in Batuta, and a local dad has reached 110 decibels during a surprise 9pm phone call from an old mate last night. The other four members of the Flinders family had to pause their Shrek 3 viewing as the patriarch received a phone call from an old mate he grew up with who's currently on a cruise. The interruption was doubly bad for the Flinders family as not only did it prevent the viewing of Mike Myers greatest ever movie, but the perceived distance between John and his abroad mate has meant that John was yelling into the phone, making the living room uninhabitable for the duration of the call. Elsewhere around town, a podcast listener has stared down his nose at these simple commuters that listen to music on their way to work. The 27-year-old postgraduate barista spoke to the advocate briefly this week after he got off the bus in front of his place of work, the Piss Dans Ma Poche Cafe in the French Quarter. He said he was listening to an NPR podcast dedicated to the tearing back of the socioeconomic fabric that held the military junta together in Argentina back in the late 70s and early 80s. The coffee boy said that he needs a little mental stimulation in the morning that just doesn't come in the form of a Coldplay lyric. And that's the news from the week that was... Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in order to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock.
Right now at Honda, find your kind of value with a low finance rate offer on selected Civic hatch and sedan models. There's never been a better time to get into a Civic. So talk to your local dealer and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. Ends August 31st. See website for details.